You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. I believe, Steve, we have something back this week. Hell yeah. <laughs> I Back still like wanna, it never left. I still want to sing transition, but I want to appreciate the uh, the technology that we have back while it's back. Yeah, do you know how much money we paid for that transition sounder? We got to use it. Exactly. Um, our technological issues. Well, it wasn't really an issue. It was more like it was more it was more like a um, uh, informational issue than it was an actual like failure of a piece right of it was a, a lapse we'll call it yeah a lapse in uh judgment in all things sound we'll call <laughs> it that, that that may be way too harsh um okay so this is also something that i mentioned on the air on saturday and uh i don't know if you heard the story or not i'll assume you didn't um if it was and- on saturday i was a little uh I was wrapped up Saturday. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. All right, no so offense. perfect. So this will be no perfect. I'd rather you. I'd rather this be fresh for you. Um, okay, so it's about the, my show starts at noon, so I leave my apartment at about eleven. I have a twenty-minute walk in front of me. It's a straight mile walk down Peachtree Street to get to the station from where I live. About a quarter of the way into the walk, I start noticing people dressed up. And I'm like, what's going on? And then I notice as I keep getting closer, there's a theme. Okay, so it's people in big top hats, in card costumes, in blue dresses, um, all sorts of crazy white face paint. And I'm like, what Uh the heck is going on? (laughs) Then I hit the Federal Reserve Building. And the park that's next to it. And it is a mass of people, hundreds in the park, all dressed up in the exact same way. And I'm like, am I high right now? <laughs> like, did I, was somebody smoking something that I walked past? Did, did somebody slip something in my iced coffee? Like, what is, <laughs> what is going on? So I get on the air and I'm telling the story about all this crazy stuff that I see. I'm like, if you know what's going on right now, text text the show and let me know because I am so confused and a little frightened. Um, so we got a bunch of responses on our text line. And it turns out there was an Alice in Wonderland convention in Midtown this weekend. God. If you uh, weren't high, then I guarantee there was a lot of people yeah, in that crowd. Uh, well, were. I still don't know if I was or I wasn't, but <laughs> uh, we made it through the show in one piece. So apparently it was like a thing where you pay money for a ticket. I think it was like 40 or 50 bucks. And there was an Alice in Wonderland experience um, Mm. for the entire day on Saturday. So it made me think um, with all these things going on, Dragon Con and Comic Con and all this stuff. 
have cons and cosplay and comic books and you know fairy tale and anime have they gone from nerdy to cool it's a good question i i think it has i think there's a as long as it's not like if you're the person that is just crazy into it that that's like it i think they may still look down on the fringe people like me or like you that you know you love a lot of things in it but you're not solely invested in that if that makes sense right I, but i think it's become mainstream and cool to the point where nobody looks at an event like that and you know kind of raises their eyebrows or rolls their eyes and says oh like what is this whereas 10 15 years ago maybe that was the case but i think now it's so much more i guess inclusive to the fringe people and those that are that are fully invested yeah i mean it used to be the type of thing where like that would be you'd be almost if you went to those things that wouldn't be something you'd talk about on a date right now i feel like your chances of meeting someone who also goes to those things are higher than they've ever been and and it's no big deal um you know if you say you love marvel and you want to dress up as thor for halloween that's uh not a big deal as opposed to like you said 5 10 20 30 years ago that was some stuff that was uh, in the shadows a little bit more, so to speak. And it's not something you would be confident bringing up at a party. Um, now it's become a mainstream focal point of conversation between uh, people in, in just in everyday life. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about TV shows and movies and, you know, obviously everything else on Dukes and Bell. And so much of that has become, uh, oh, did you see the latest episode of Game of Thrones? Or, oh, did you see the latest episode of uh, She-Hulk? Where it's like before that was like, oh, you don't play sports, you're not cool. Like, right. That's basically how it used to be. And now the two things are so much more integrated than they ever were before. Um, and I, th I think Marvel is to, to thank really for a lot of that. I, sure. I think superhero movies were always a thing and they were – you know, big before that, you had the Dark Knight, you had the Spider-Man trilogy, things like that. But until Marvel came around and really popularized that whole genre to the masses, I don't think it would have reached this level before all that. And then Game of Thrones from the fantasy TV side of it. Now that's kind of gotten a, a boost with the House of the Dragon, which I can't. You are watching it. I've seen I, the first episode. Right? Seen the first episode. OK, Um Season finale next week, so. <sighs> it was a little tough, Steve. I'm not going to lie. It might be because I'm not a Game of Thrones person. Oh, okay. So All right. That makes I, sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know enough. Like, you know, I don't, I don't know all the ins and the outs. With Game of Thrones, I had a girlfriend who was obsessed like three or four years ago going back now. And I watched – I watched the. I remember the last episode I watched because it was right before we broke up. Uh, <laughs> it was the episode where uh, the dragons finally come and and they're on the, they're on the boat with the dragons circling around. Uh. That was the last episode. I think it was like either the end of season three or the beginning of season four. So I watched like enough of it mm -hmm. to know what's going on, but I never picked it back up and finished it. Um, 
It makes sense. It'd be a sore, sore subject, I guess. No, I mean, she wasn't. It's okay. She wasn't the one. Oh, okay. Trust me. All right. Um, I was trying but, to give you an out for not returning. No, no, to no. But, and doing the whole show. No, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but, but House of Dragons, at least the first episode, I, I don't know if it picks up or not. I'm not going to give up on it entirely. But I started watching The Patient and Dahmer. And they mm. both suck. The patient me in. looks really good. so does Dahmer, but as yeah. we talk about the serial killer stuff, I'm not quite as as into it. But the the patient with Steve Carell, I think, looks really good. Awesome, so good. Um, and it's a weekly too. They, mm. It didn't all come out at once. They drop they drop them every I think it's Monday or Tuesday. So that's that sucked a, me in, and then I got away from it. Um, that's something just, that I think we you know maybe not today, but in a future episode, I'll set this up to talk about how people consume that kind of stuff. Cause it's the same thing with the house of the dragon where it's every Sunday. And I'm, I right. look forward to it where I haven't done that with TV shows recently because it's all at once. But. It's binge. Yeah. You just, you just binge it. Um, yep. But yeah, it was just a little slow for me, but, but regardless, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is for what we're talking about right now, like it's, it's cool to dress up. Like if you spend 10 hours on a costume and you're all decked out and you look the part and you act the part and you go into a con and like, you're walking around the street, like people are going to be like, yo, you, you look awesome. Like that looks great. Where before it would have been like, you nerd. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like you, you, you're sitting in your mom's basement with Cheeto dust on your fingers playing Dungeons and Dragons and, <laughs> you know, not going out to parties and getting drunk and, you know, talking to men and women and, you know, trying to get dates and stuff like that. So I just think, I just think to wrap it up, there's, there's been a, a cool culture shift where, you know, it's not just, you know, the, the athletes and the jocks and sports that are the cool things to talk about at the water cooler. It's now become you know, the entertainment and superhero and fantasy world is really opened up. And I think that that's, I think that that's pretty cool. Cause I'm somebody that I know you are too, enjoys both. Yeah, absolutely. And, and seeing that kind of cross, not cross contamination, whatever the term is that, that I'm looking for there cross section, there it is uh, of people that do enjoy both. That's something that's been brought to the forefront where, yeah, we wouldn't have seen that, uh, you know, just 10 years ago. 